You are listening to WHUPLP Hillsboro. My name is Gilbert Neal, and this is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. Today's show will be a smattering of happiness with a soupçon of je ne sais quoi. Today I have a special guest. It's His name is Ken Ray Wildman. Ken Ray, won't you say a few words to the good people? Wildman. Thank you. Nice right. to be here. Is it Wildman? Well, no, it's Wildman. Right. So why did you correct me? I thought you put a D in there. No, well, it should be, because well, it should be Wildman. Should be. Ken Ray Wildman. Should be. So I'm going to play some uh, wor- um, Vietnam protest songs. <laughs> I'm going to play some uh, Bob Seger uh, I'm going to play some songs um, by Johnny Guitar Watson, who does does actually qualify as a one-hit wonder. He had one hit in the mid-'70s called Real Mother For Ya on the Amherst record label. Amherst, again, the record label of Lenny Silver, famous Buffalonian, who, who shuffled off this mortal coil a couple of weeks ago. Lenny. Um... I think I told the story before about how Lenny, during our interview to work at Record Theater, uh, he said, how much do you think you should make? And I said, oh, maybe six, seven an hour. He goes, well, how about 310? <laughs> okay. Okay. What century I, was this? The, the, I, it was minimum wage was, was 310. And uh, I, wanted, I just wanted to work around records. But I learned in very quick order that working around records is nothing. It doesn't, doesn't mean anything. You know, If you're not making them, if you're not listening to them, if you're not buying them, it's like working in a bank vault. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So let me see what's going on here. So we're going to play some Johnny Guitar Watson and some Percy Mayfield. Percy Mayfield is the man who wrote the song Hit the Road, Jack, which has become a standard of, uh, well, Ray Charles took it and he uh, made it his own, but it was not his own. It was a guy named Percy Mayfield. Uh, okay. Let's see. What am I going to do here? I'll do this. This is a protest against protesters. Fearless cowards of the USA Bravely here, at home they stay They watch their friends get shipped away The draft dodgers of the Yellow Beret Yellow streaks up and down their spines Men who gladly stay behind They won't fight for the USA They fought hard for the Yellow Beret Men who faint at the sight of blood Their high-heeled boots weren't meant for mud stories today only the best in the yellow beret back at home a young wife waits her yellow beret has met his fate he's been drafted for marching in a protest leaving her his last request put a yellow streak down my son's back Make sure that he Never ever fights back At his physical 
from the screen From the famous final scene
for Dan up in Plattsburgh. Talk about the luck of the Irish. That guy's looks are something to behold. Hey, this is Gilbert Neal, and this is D-Sides Orphans and Oddities on WHUP-FM. Driving around Hillsboro at 104.7. Well, sorry, you're stuck with me. Online at WHUPFM.org. Ken Ray Wellman's here with me, and what did you think of that, Ken Ray Wellman? Wellman? I liked it all right. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you okay. Can you hear my drums? Oh, Wait, wait. Wait, hang on. Hang on. Oh, there it is. There it is. So that was John Lennon with uh, Luck of the Irish. A short song because he had not yet and added the uh, Yoko part to it, um, which is just awful. Uh, 1972, I guess it was kind of a demo he did with um, Elephant's Memory, who I've Featured on this show a few times. How's I've, that Yoko part go? Um. <laughs> and John in his heroin haze said, Sounds good. Yeah, let's have that in there. Um, so that was a song about, uh, I guess, uh, the troubles or something, something about Ireland and England being fighting and fussing and a fighting in 1972. That was a big deal for 
the Beatles, so or the ex-Beatles. So John Lennon uh, came out with Sometime in New York City uh, briefly, shortly after that, and re- 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 recorded the version that everybody knows with Yoko singing. Do check it out. And before that, Paul McCartney with his... Uh, Oh, sassy, sassy. Give Ireland back to the Irish from 1972. Um, song that was banned by the BBC because they, they just did not dig what he was cooking. They just didn't dig it, you know? Doesn't sound too incendiary. In fact, there's a line in it. Great Britain, you are tremendous. So come on, Great Britain, don't do this thing. Yeah, don't, don't, don't be so... Stuffy, so, so, so. come on, Great Britain, get out of Ireland, get out, come on. Here's Mull of Kintyre. Um, before that, uh, Bob Seger with Famous Final Scene, uh, one of the great songs that uh, he did in the late 70s off the album Stranger in Town, which was so big. I don't know if you remember, but back that album was huge. Had a whole bunch of songs that everybody knows. Um, uh, Hollywood Nights. Um, old time rock and roll, uh, still the same things that still get played on, um, a, um, classic rock radio all the time. And as a matter of fact, I will bet you, I will bet you right now, if we get in a car, somehow drive 500 miles in, um, two minutes, and then we turn the radio on to 97 rock in Buffalo, New York, I'll bet you that there's a Bob Seger song playing right now. I'll bet you Ken Ray Wellman. There's nothing you can do about it because... not taking that bet. Okay, all right. You're a good man. Smart. Before that, the Yellow Berets. Who are the Yellow Berets? Well, Bob Seger sang in the Yellow Berets, and they sang a song about how lousy, rotten all those draft dodgers were, and it was called the Yellow Berets. The group was called the Beach Bums. The Beach Bums. And, uh, yeah, that was Bob Seger. I played the the song on the show before um, to almost no effect. Speaking of almost no effect, now we're going to play a song by Ringo Starr, that he recorded in, I think, 1972 and came out with in 73. And it was the song was written by George Harrison. So the two guys who didn't write about Ireland and griping and moaning. Um, let's see. Let's see. I have to figure out the key. Um, okay, here we go. Um, da da da. But 
Thank you. Oh, wow. That was a big hit for Ringo, boy. Uh, I think Ringo Starr was the first one to have a number one album, maybe? No, 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 no. George Harrison did. I'm sorry. But uh, anyway, that was a big album. Uh, Ringo. He had released two albums before that, one called Sentimental Journey, which he recorded for his mom, and then uh, Bocuse of Blues, which was um, a different other album. That song you just did, uh, Miracles. So, no, it was for, Photograph. Photograph by uh, Ringo Starr. Do you know who wrote that? Yeah, I do. I just said uh, George Harrison wrote it. Oh. Yeah, I said that. Why, what were we going to say? Smokey Robinson? No, I was just wondering who wrote the song. George Harrison wrote it, yeah. In, in, um, in Repentance for Sleeping with Ringo's Wife. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He did that thing. I love George Harrison, but... He did that thing. But she didn't throw him over. I mean, she didn't throw Ringo over. She stayed with Ringo, right? No, she didn't. She left him. That was that. Which and wife was that? Maureen. Mo. Thanks, Mo. So the one that he's in all the pictures with through all the years, the model. Yeah. That's yeah. a different one. No, no, no. The, who are you talking about? George Barbara, Harrison? Barbara Bach? Ringo. Yeah, that's, Barbara Bach was like 1980. He met her on the, oh. ca- on, the, on the set of Caveman when Ringo was an actor. Gotcha. Yeah. He played the part of, I think, Ugg or Oog or something. They look so happy in all the all the photographs of them throughout the years, you know. I guess being young and then getting old together, and they look so happy in all the photographs together. You know that Ringo Starr does um, Pilates? I did not. But yeah. I was that's wondering. Why he's so in shape. He's so he, yeah, incredibly so in shape. Yeah. I'm glad that Ringo's around, and I'm glad he's of sound mind. Mm-hmm. He was uh, in a rough patch there for a while, doing the uh, Alex- Brandy Alexanders and hanging out with Harry Nilsson and all that stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I guess. See, Harry Nilsson used to crack the whip back then in the early 70s, and John Lennon and Ringo Starr were just so enamored with him. They, they just thought he was the bee's knees. And he uh, taught them about the Brandy Alexanders, which are a very creamy, smooth, and fruity drink, or a sweet drink, you know? You like Brandy Alexanders? 
I like things that are similar to that. Mm-hmm. So the opposite of that would be the um, um, the white Ru- no the Brandy Alexander, but then the White Russian was the other thing. Would be similar, right? Very similar. Right. Yeah. There's a really nice song, Brandy Alexander. There's Do you know song that song? No, it's beautiful. It's by Feist, I think her name is. Oh, yeah, okay. I've heard of Feist. She's yeah. a great song. Mm-hmm. Give me love, give me love, give me peace on earth, give me light, give me light. job me no good job Kenry. thank you, know, you for playing i'm not that. familiar with that one too much well, that's okay i know went, the melody i know the words but i don't yeah. Yeah. went to number one in 1973 and george harrison seemed to be on a just a vicious hot streak i mean he had just had the uh concert from bangladesh win the grammy for album of the year in 1972 and uh that song came out the single came out and it went to number one and um then people started to dig into the lyrics of the uh 
unfortunately titled Living in the Material World, where George started to tell people that they were just no good if they didn't subscribe to the philosophy of his own God. <laughs> started to get all gaudy with people. You know, God, 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 God. God, 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 God. And that, that sort of turned people off, although the album still did go to number one, but then, you know, things kind of, just kind of went pew. because they bought it for the music, not the lyrics. That's, well, yeah, that's true. They bought it because it was George Harrison's, yeah. Anyway, we're going to go onward, inward, onward, upward, and toward. This is Ken Ray Wellman and Gilbert Neal with D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities on whupfm.org. What's going to happen now? Hit it.
stronger than a locomotive Yeah That old saying is true But I can't understand sometimes, baby Why I'm so weak for you Listen I can leap tall buildings In a single bound When it comes to getting over you, baby Well, I can't get off the ground But they call me the Superman lover, yeah Say they call me the Superman lover, yeah But something wrong
sky. Come on, just look, look, and you'll see me flying by. Why don't you just look, look, and if you do, come on and look, look. I'm flying straight to you. They call me Superman Lover. Something wrong There's something wrong with me and it's true There's something wrong Yes it is, babe Ticket. You won't find it in the lost and found. And the 
plane that might bring you back home There's a plane we call Greyhound So don't try to be no big pill Dollar bill, dollar bill, dollar bill It's all about the dollar bill, dollar bill, dollar bill It's all about the dollar bill, dollar bill My fault. Sounds like doo-doo. My fault. I accept the I accept the blame. That sounds like doo-doo because of me. Anyhow, that was a set of Johnny Guitar Watson. Who was Johnny Guitar Watson? Well, he had one hit. He he had one single chart, uh, and a chart is set in forty-one, and it went layer. Lord, it's a real mother for ya. Made you wanna run for cover. And if you look, you will discover that it's a real mother for ya. Anyway, uh, that's most of what people knew of Johnny Guitar Watson, you know, in the burbs where I come from. But turns out Johnny Guitar Watson had been recording since the 50s. And he had written some pretty neat little songs. And uh, one of them caught the ear of one young Frank Zappa who credits Johnny Guitar Watson with um, basically starting him on the road to being a guitar player. And not only that, but Frank Zappa, being a man of his word, had Johnny Guitar Watson on some of his uh, releases. Um, Let's see. He was on, uh, I know he was on Tinseltown Rebellion, maybe. Um, One or two others. uh, Maybe uh, uh, Them or Us stuff. Um. I don't know. Johnny Guitar Watson. So he uh, was very influential on people like Etta James and Frank Zappa. And just anybody who plays the Stratocaster would enjoy the sounds of Johnny Guitar Watson playing his pick-free style. Did you enjoy that, Ken Ray Wellman? I did. That's rhythm and blues right there. Hey, speaking of something that's the opposite of rhythm and blues, let's do a song by Herb Alpert. song written by... um, Burt Bacharach and was Hal David part of this rigmarole or was it just Burt Bacharach? I didn't see Hal David's name anywhere, so. Well, right. well, I do. You're wrong. Hal David, Burt Bacharach. There you go. All right. So I'd like to dedicate this song to all the ladies out there. Ladies, you know who you are. All right, here we go. Um, let's see. <laughs> This guy's in love with you Yes, I'm in love Who looks at you the way I do When you smile, I can tell I know each other very well How can I show you 
start to know you Cause I've heard some talk They say you think I'm fine Discoverous And what I do to make you just die Die. He just died. Oh my God, Ken Ray. No, he's all right. Anyway. Huh? Is it over? We like. <laughs> There's a line Ken Ray's heard many times on a date. Anyway, this oh. is WHU. <laughs> This is WHUPFM. I'd like to say hello to all my friends in the UK, uh, England, Manchester, Swindon, uh, fish and chips, all that stuff. Hey, you know what? I bet people in the uh, UK would really love your version of uh, Who is the Fox? What's the Fox? Well, I'll send them a recording of it. Uh, just give me their emails. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be doing that. All right. Um, almost to the top of the hour. Let's see what's going on now. Oh, um, so anyway, Johnny Guitar Watson, uh, from 1977, It's About the Dollar Bill. And then before that, Superman Lover and I Want to Ta-Ta You from 1976. So please, uh, if you would like to know more about Johnny Guitar Watson, please consult your local library, won't you? Hey, Ken, do you want to play some songs? Want to play another song? What do you want to play? Let's play another song, but do you know something about Herb Alpert? Tell me. The man who sang that song? Yes. You can tell me more than than even I know, but I I recently found out he was like one of the top mm, two or three or four most wealthy musicians in the the world. Even today, (laughs) huh? Today, because... You tell me. 
A&M Records. A&M, Herb Alpert is the A in A&M Records. As a band leader, he bought in as a co-owner back in the 70s, maybe? Uh-huh. And then they went bigger and bigger and bigger, and now he's worth like $800 million or something like that. Hey, is A&M uh-huh. Records still a going concern? Did they get like bought by someone or something? Or I really have no idea, but I know that I know this. When I was a youngin' and when I would open up my the album and and take the the plastic out of the thing more often than well not more often than but a lot of times it would have that A&M label A&M on it, right you know who, who were some of the artists back in the 70s would it be like Fleetwood Mac and all the mega no no Styx was the one i remember Styx was on A&M records um i guess they were kind of quasi mega but Styx yeah well they were really they were quite big i mean i just remember um yeah, true true um lady right right when i'm with you whatever I'm <laughs> sailing away. You got it. Free to face the life that's ahead of me. And I've got to be free. Set an open course for the emergency. On board, I'm the captain. To climb a ladder, we'll search for tomorrow and every shore. And I'll try, oh Lord, I'll try to carry on. A gathering of angels, a Um, so uh, who else? Well, that was obviously a mega hit. So mm. obviously. Oh, here's another one. Ready? Um, mm, what you gonna do when she says goodbye? What you gonna do when she's gone? What you gonna do when she says goodbye? What you gonna do when she's gone? Wait, wait, so. Okay, so you're having trouble with your romance. Well, you better check it out before it goes. Yeah, all your friends—they're calling you a fool because you don't know a good thing when you got it in your head. What you gonna do when she says goodbye? So Pablo Cruz was on A and M. I know that. Okay. Um, let's see who else was on A&M. Like who, uh, who was like Led Zeppelin with back then? Well, they uh, were on Swan Song. They had their own label, oh, Swan boy. Song. What about the Eagles? Eagles were on um, Asylum. Oh, that was um, David Geffen's label. Hmm. Um, who else? Oh boy, this is a good game, isn't it? It's nice. Um, like like Donna Summer or somebody like that. Was that Casablanca. 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 
Um, so Cat Stevens, Joe Cocker, Procol Harum, Honey Humble Pie. Oh, well, these are the A and M people. Yes, gotcha. Spooky Tooth. Spooky um, Tooth. Yeah. Now tell <laughs> what is that. Spooky Tooth was um, Gary Wright's band. Oh, Dreamweaver. The Dreamweaver himself. The Dreamweaver. Gary. Dreamweaver. Coming to the auditorium, Gary Weaver, the Dreamweaver himself. <laughs> Backing up with the brothers Johnson and Lewis and Bram. Coming out at 8 o'clock at the stadium. Um, Brian Adams was on A&M. Suzanne Vega. Um, Sex Pistols were, uh, were an EMI. Sorry about that. Uh, Human League. Ozark Mountain Daredevils. Wow. So, so Herb was just raking in the mega yeah. bucks from all of their efforts. He could see talent, you know. Him, him and Don Don Kirshner could see talent. And uh, what? Uh, so anyway, I think the the biggest one might have been um, Sticks. Wow. So, excuse me for a moment, won't you? I will. Uh. Um. Uh, Boyce and Hart, Sand, the Sandpipers, We Five, the Carpenters. Those that was the big one. That's mega. He, I guess, discovered Karen Carpenter and Richard Carpenter. Um, do you know that story? No. So Karen Carpenter was um, a dancer at a club called... Um, Exotic? Yes. Karen Carpenter? Yes. Wow. In um, Toledo, Ohio, called the Fuzzy Kitty. And she was not only just slinging drinks, but she was also singing songs while Richard would do the announcements. Coming up on stage number four... Uh, Karen, my sister. My sister. Oh, she's gonna do a little dance to uh, the song that we just played. Actually, is another one. But anyway, so Richard would play this rinky-dink old out-of-tune piano, and one day Herb Albert, who's drunk as a skunk, walking up and down, um, what is the Hollywood? What is the road? Rodeo Drive or whatever. And he stumbles into this bar. And oh, okay. I thought you said they were in Toledo. So they had moved to L.A. Oh, you ruined to it. make it big. Yeah. Herb well, Albert, they tr- <laughs> Albert stumbles into the bar. Okay. We're up to date. He stumbles into a bar in Toledo, Ohio. Oh, we're back to Toledo. And Karen Carpenter is wearing these, what do they call them? The things on the boobies? G-string? Uh, no, no. On the oh, boobies, they don't pasty, wear that. Yeah. Pasty. She's wearing pasties with Richard's face on it, which is really weird. Yikes. So Which he, way was his? Never mind. What? Nothing. Okay. So anyway, um, that's how they got discovered. And I guess while they were closing up, Richard was playing this. um, I thought you said clothesing up. No, closing up. Clothesing. So it's about four in the morning, and Karen Carpenter is exhausted from from dancing. She's, like, tired of it. And Richard is just idly playing, you know. um, And she starts going. Wish I'm going to be sad. Think it's today. Yeah. And Herb Alpert tries to tries to you know make it with her, but turns out that she is very very not interested in that sort of thing. But he signs them to a major record label, and um, that's it. That's the story of how they he discovered the, the Carpenters. I mean, he, didn't they have to make a demo or anything for no. him? To, he just you never saw her dance. Spot? You never saw her dance. No, I never did. You're listening to WHUP LP Hillsboro. My name is Gilbert <laughs> Neal, and. <laughs> And this is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. Yes, the little-known story of how Herb Alpert discovered the Carpenters in a strip club in Toledo, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Sure is. What is their big hit? The what Carpenters? was he doing in Toledo wandering around drunk? That's another good That's story. so weird. That's another good story. See, they didn't have GPS back then. But that, that, that reminds me of another story. David Crosby went down to Florida one summer and was stumbling around getting drunk and going into bars and stuff and stumbled into a bar. And there sat this young little 
blonde girl sitting sitting there playing was this you can tunes were you wearing a blonde wig tunes on her guitar and singing and he was like oh my god that's the most amazing stuff i've ever heard in my life Uh Joni mitchell where was this florida why was she in florida she's canadian that's why the story is so weird she was she was bumping around she had just split up with chuck mitchell or whatever right and she was knocking around and crosby was knocking around in the middle of nowhere in florida and that's Isn't that something? It's probably just, not true. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it would be good if it was. Yeah. So let's just you pretend, can verify that. Pretend that it is. Kind of like um, you know, people wonder. Uh, not to get political, but you know, this just had this has been a very volatile week in politics, and um, not a lot of people know that the reason Donald Trump is the way he is has nothing to do. Well, it has something to do with the way he was raised because his father didn't love him, but he was he was. Um, how you say, groomed by a dis- detestable little guy named Roy Cohn. You know who that is? No, I don't know if I want to. Uh, do research Roy Cohn. Um, K-O-H-N? C-O-H- C-O-H-N. C-O-H-N. He was one of the lawyers for, um, for McCarthy, mm. for Eugene McCarthy. He was mm. one of those guys. And mm. he told Donald Trump, and this is true, Unlike the Toledo story, which I can't believe anybody would have believed, but he told Donald Trump, never, ever admit you're wrong. Mm. Never concede anything. Even if they have everything on you, never admit you're wrong. And Donald Trump really has done that. He just never admits he's wrong. He took it to heart, obviously. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's sick. Okay, so we've talked about Johnny Guitar Watson, and now we're going to talk about somebody named Percy Mayfield. Let's see if this is... Yeah, Percy Mayfield. Another guy, kind of like Johnny Guitar Watson, who knocked around in, in the scene from the 50s. I think he died in the uh, 80s. I'm not sure. Um, but he is the man who wrote the song Hit the Road Jack. He wrote it. Hit the road, Jack. Yeah. Never come back. Sorry, I'm in the wrong key. Well, I, I, I don't know what key that is. I know. That's why it's wrong. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back no more Well, in a strip bar in Toledo, Ohio Karen Carpenter danced for her brother The owner said, no, no It's time for you to go Her pelper stumbles in and he says to Karen I really enjoy the choreography you're sharing Would you like to sign a contract with me? That's right, hit the road, Jack Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more Hit the road, Jack don't you come back no more What you say, Ken Ray? Don't you come back no more No more, no more, no more No the road, Jack Don't you come back no more So Karen takes off her Richard Carpenter pasties Throws them into the dressing room Signs the contract in 1969 And Richard comes by and says Hey Karen, what you doing? I thought we'd go to a restaurant or something Have some waffles with your bro she said, I'm sorry, but no, that's right at the road, gang. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, in the road, gang. Don't you come back no more. Well, ten years later, somebody said, hey, Karen, you don't look good. All right, all right. Anyway, so I'm going to play you some songs by Percy, well, some of them are, Percy Mayfield. I hope you enjoy them. They're new to me. I just found him this week. His voice is very unique. And he is, um, well, I didn't even know that he existed, but I miss him because I love the sound of his sultry voice. Anyway, 
here on D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. Here we go. What's that sound so profound overhead of children, Lord, as they pass? Sounds like thunder, but there's no rain. This kind of thunder blows down doors and walls. Oh! 
Till the past comes back 
Before I could take a drink No, 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 partner That's not the role for me to play <laughs> No, 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 partner, partner That's not the role for me to play To be watched in all of my happiness Big man, I couldn't stand that for a day No, no Now, just suppose I had a girlfriend and called her, and she lived way across the lake. While Congress would know the whole conversation, because you see, they'd have it on tape. Then they'd put me on the television to tell the whole world my private life. Hell, I wouldn't mind the people knowing, man, but what about my wife? Man? No, 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 pana, pana, that's not on my mind. I said, no, 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 pana, pana. Being a prayer is not on my mind. Cause <laughs> to do for years and never proud. Seems to me too much like doing time. Doing time. There you go. Today, for instance, what's happening? Energy shortage and all that stuff. Why, it's cheaper eating money than food right now, Dad, but you still wouldn't get enough. And not a while I was telling people when to sleep and when to play, when to eat and how to cook it. Now, Dad, you think I can do it that way? <laughs> no, partner. That's not uh, for me. No, 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 partner. Well, I can't see I don't want to be. <laughs> oh. Ah, but if I run from out my hometown, I want all y'all to vote for me. 
go for me. <laughs> May I Mayfield, will that be a guest? May I in my own hometown? <laughs> I'm just playing your highness, just jiving. <laughs> underrated <clears throat> Percy Mayfield that was right on young Americans from 1970 I believe before that don't want to be president from 1974 blues and me from 1969 all of those were produced and uh, featured cameos of the great Johnny guitar Watson playing the lead guitar and producing Maybe even writing. I think he wrote, co-wrote just about all of those. <clears throat> Great voice, like you say. Yeah, real smooth. Yeah, very distinct. Distinct, you know, yeah, and we need that. Okay, um, so 
Hello. This is Gilbert Neal and Ken Ray Wildman on D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities on WHUP. Gosh, we're having some fun tonight. Hey, you know who I forgot was on A&M Records? Simon and Garfield. Simon and Garfield. <laughs> Simon and Garfield. Did I just say that? Oh yeah, you did. They were on, uh, Coffee. I believe that they were on uh, Columbia. But Peter Frampton probably released the biggest selling A&M release of the 70s. With Fram- I want you. Frampton, that's right. Show me the way. Yeah, let's do this in C. No, let's do this in D. Let's do this in D. You ready? Yeah. For what? Hey, hit a snare drum and a bass, will you? Okay. I gotta turn you down a little bit, okay? Yeah, I'll say. Ringing in my ears, and no one to relate to except to see. Who can I believe in? I'm kneeling on the floor. There has to be a force. Who do I phone? The stars are. Just me. 
You know, um, should I tell the story about why I can't get a gig in this town? Yeah. Really? You want me to? Yeah. I thought we were going to say no. Well, I was uh, kind of adjusting my headphones, so I didn't actually hear what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I said, do you want, should I tell the story about part, yeah. why I can't get a gig in this oh, town? Oh, that. Should yeah. I tell you or not? Well, yeah. Well, what do you think? Really? That is a great story. Oh, it is a great story. Okay. Last year. Shame some people here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll sing a song about it. Nice. No, I won't. Last year, no, I'm, you know, I, I really shouldn't because it's not fair. I've got the radio pulpit and I don't want to make anybody upset. And, you know, I, I like Bob Burtman and I don't want anything bad to happen, so I'm not going to do that. Okay. All right. I won't play any incidental music in the background then. Okay. Like this. Keep it going, man. Tell your story. Can you tell it without incriminating anyone? Sure. I want to appeal to the people who out there who are trying to do what I try to do, which is play music in front of people. You've taken guitar lessons for years and years, or maybe you're just somebody who has picked it up and taught yourself. And you look in the newspaper and you say, oh, look, it appears that the triangle, Durham, Raleigh, Chapel Hill is the real happening scene. What with Ben Folds, the Super Chunks, and um, I, I don't know. So it's one. It's not the decision. It's not the main thing of the decision to move to North Carolina, but it's one of them because you're a young, aspiring musician, and you think I would like to play out. I would like to play gigs. But I'm also kind of a jerk. So that's going to be a tough sell. <laughs> so, last year, <clears throat> my award-wanting CD, The Mayor of Estes Park, came out. Two pretty good reviews. <laughs> and so I get a gig at this, this, this ongoing function in one of the towns here where... On a Friday, you stand outside and you busk, which means you keep your guitar case open and people are ostensibly throwing money in the case. But you still get paid. They give you money for it. It's just kind of a thing where you can recoup, you know, recapture the old days of musicians busking, which is everyone loves that. So they give me a date of sometime in December and I'm like, Gimme, gimme, gimme. So I get my stuff packed up and all my lyric sheets and copies of my album. Should someone want one? And um, <clears throat> it's about 30 degrees, which is hard enough, but the wind is blowing at 20 degrees and you're out on this street corner and, and, and the, the way that the streets are configured, all the wind is coming at you. And it's Christmas time. <sighs> and no one's going to stop and watch you. No one is. So you call up the organizer and say, you know what? This is, the wind is blowing a hole in me. Can I reschedule? <clears throat> they were very upset at the fact that I didn't play. 
So I asked them, can we please reschedule and you don't have to pay me? Because if the contract is that important and the money was not that much, but I didn't care about the money. I cared about exposure, which is what would have happened to me if I would have played that, that gig. Nothing. Can we reschedule? Nothing. Hey, it's uh, Gilbert Neal. Um, can we please reschedule? Last year, this, that, the other happened. Nothing. 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 You musicians out there, you know what I'm talking about? I think you do. So, the reason that I contacted them right after this happened is because I knew, and you know, musicians, that you hear this a lot, right? All the slots are filled. So I figured if I contact them now in December, as soon as this has happened, and I keep, just stay in touch with them. There's no way it's going to get all booked up without me being included. No response, no response, no response, no response. And today, you know what happened, right? All the slots are filled. Pick a key. Pick a key. I got it. All the slots are filled, no slots for you. You was a musician, other things you must do. I know you want to play, but you stick me in December. Even though your face would freeze, and you'd probably lose your member. So please, please, seek support elsewhere. You might have been slighted, but I don't care. I can't help you. Please don't email anymore. If you do, there is a chance the authorities will be called some more. So please, no texts. Please, no emails. You fail. I'm not bitter. And the fact that Ken Ray Wildman has lived in Durham for how many years? 15 and a half. And you've never heard of this thing. It says a lot about me, though. I don't think so. I think you're kind of a dandy. You're out there. You're out and about. So that's the story. And I'm only saying it because I know that there are musicians out there who listen to the show who probably can relate. And I want you to know that even a big, powerful man like me gets shafted every now and then by the powers that be. You see, music scene in any sense is fascism because there are very few people who decide who, who get exposed. And that's the, the way it is here. And that's okay. Because it must feel great to get like a critic job or an airplay job or something like that. But I have my own show now. I could play my music every week. But I don't. I just, I, I wanted, uh, you know, it's just, what do you think, Henry? About what? What do you think about, um, wow, that's really neat. What is that? What is that? That is a Moogie bass. Make some more magic with that thing. <clears throat> California, Uberales, California. 
that is hard to play and sing at the same time. <clears throat> I don't know how hard Marty Balin did it. That's a incredibly rambling kind of song. It like it it has this kind of almost gets to the chorus thing <laughs> about the verse, the way it's structured. It just goes on and on and on. You think the chorus is coming and it just waits and waits and meanders around for a while. <clears throat> I listen to that song sometimes in my cubicle for like it's a the the album version is like seven minutes, seven and a half minutes. The single version was like three and a half. But I really like the album version because it's almost like a like it's almost like a song that is making love. It's 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 like that, you know? Like some blues songs are really just the blues and some songs are happiness and sunshine and all that stuff. That song is like a really good approximation of what it what it is, how it feels. And um on the, I think that was the first number one song by um, the Jefferson Amalgam, we'll call it, Jefferson Starship at the time. Were they the Jefferson Airplane first yeah. and then became Jefferson Starship? Yeah, and Jefferson then Starship. became Starship? Or? Right. And Starship, that group had like three number one songs. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah. What were their some of their hits? Uh, there was Starship. Sarah, We Built This City. Um, we Built This City? Yeah. Not that. We built this city yeah, on Rocky Road. Yeah, that's Starship. And was Grace Slick still with them? <laughs> she was not with. Yes, yeah, she was with them at that point. And then later on, like, did it find find your way back? She was in that, but I don't think she was in the band at at the point of Sarah or um, Jane. Jane. Jane, you play a game. So you know the trivia about that, Mickey Thomas, right? You know no, that. Not at all. So Mickey Thomas sang lead for Jefferson Starship, and then Starship. That thin guy with the mustache and the, the, the funny hair, like the long, um, he sang with Elvin Bishop on the song Fooled Around and Fell in Love. You know that song, right? No. Oh, you're going to make uh, me get my guitar out now. I can't know everything. Must have been through about a million girls. I love them, then I leave them alone. I didn't care how much they cried Their tears have been cold as a storm But then I fooled around and fell in love I fooled around and fell in love Heard the song, right? Yeah, yeah? Elvin Bishop, old-time well, blues guy trying to revive the blues, and he wrote this song and Mickey Thomas sang lead on it before he was in Jefferson Starship, and it went to number one. What a great song. Reminds me of the 70s. Kind of like um, Oh, What a Night by um, December 63 by the, four Se- by the Four Seasons. Yeah. Come on, Ken! I probably would recognize oh, the melody if you'd stop bellyaching and sing the melody oh, instead of... Oh, what a night, late December back oh, of in course, 63. Yes, yeah. So, I don't know what this is, but let's play it. See what happens. I'm as free as a bird. Chuck Berry. As flighty as a bumblebee. I'm here today and gone tomorrow. Put loose child and fancy free. I'm absolutely independent. Nothing at all is gonna worry.
Show me the 
build my home that I shall have someday. It'll be like I want it. Oh, and I mean in every way. I have yet to see any that would cope with the style of the house that I dream of that I'll build after a while. The roof of it will have peak lines and contours that dip and form shadowy eaves where the little raindrops can drip. That sweet pitter-patter of raindrops at play is such a beautiful sound on a quiet, gloomy day. You know, when the wind is high and the storm gods race and I'll be snugged up by my fireplace Maybe feeding my little dog Or maybe playing with my cat But unconsciously yearning And wondering where you're at But when the meadow is shadowed By that old sinking sun And the roses are bowing For the dewdrops to come my old upright piano with pure ivory keys I'll just plunk out some vibrations of whatever I please sometimes it'll be classics and sometimes lullabies but mostly rock and roll that I'll surely improvise With my favorite guitar I'll be just strumming away And bidding goodbye To another beautiful day for her 
Yes, I, I know That she measured my love And then asked me to go Then finally my house I will have it complete And I'll take up a smoke Sitting by the window seat And I'll read my many books I have in my bachelor's nest While the sun goes drooping Down in the west And I'll feel that gold Warm light on my face And then I'll start tripping To some far off place That through all of my travels I must have missed some way A place that I might find My angel someday And I'll leave all that I have To the gods up above And go spend my life searching the angel that I love For all of my dreams Would be but a souvenir Compared to the one That I love so dear sleeping sound your hands are very cold is something wrong there are so many things I meant to say oh Hannah I'm too late streaming live at 1047 streaming live